This episode is brought to you by Trailer Park Yard Games, where over 28 games are delivered directly to your party. We park the trailer, you party. Our color grading uh, guy in New York. You're using York. so many wait, words, wait, I don't wait. know. <laughs> the only person that's understanding Sorry. this is Tom, because Tom's like, oh yeah, I totally know what Tom's Tom nipples about. are oh, hard, yeah, and I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, so. <laughs> this is the stuff that gets him... Okay, so, so you said grading and scoring. Yeah, so scoring is... Let's have a chat, talk this and that with PB and Jay-Z. Well, welcome to the PB and Jay-Z podcast. I'm Bill Stedham. I'm Sarah Paget. I'm JC. And I gotta tell you... JC doesn't have a last name. No, she I'm doesn't. I'm JC George. She doesn't. But here we are. We're back where we started from with our very first familiar guest. face. Very first guest has come back to, to visit with us, and I got to tell you, I remember when this guy walked into my office. It seems like eight or nine years ago, he came stumbling on in. Was he, he drunk? broke. He said he sat down in my lobby and he said, "I'm going to be an investor." And you know how many times we hear this, right? I yeah. want to get, like, I want to get my real estate license, so I'm going to be an investor. And we start talking about a lot of stuff, and just an amazing, amazing individual that then turned into not only an outstanding realtor, but started writing books, has started writing uh, movies and films and acting. And we are super, super happy to have well, Lafayette back. Well, and you know it's a good guess when you have to decide, like, what direction are we going to go? Because we could go 18. <laughs> you have so yeah. many different things that yes. you are doing. What do you want us to talk about? Yeah. So, Lof, tell us, tell us what's, bring us up to speed, I, I think. That it's been about a year. There's right? been, a, there's yeah. been a happening that's guest. happened in the last year, has there not? Yeah, it's definitely been a lot. Still doing real estate. Uh have my fiance here whoop, gonna whoop. be getting married um are you sure film. are you sure yeah, you want to get sure. married i am sure okay. now. Now, <laughs> now now i mean now that she's here oh, okay. now that we because you gotta remember they've been long distance they she's have for a long five time. years almost yeah. five years That's wow so yeah so what is it so, like having irene here now uh i mean it's 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 a big help. It's a lot easier. Well, and you can be honest too. Is it? Is it different? Because you know, because Michael used to travel all the time, or he'd play on the weekends. And when he's home all the time, I'm like, go do something. <laughs> like go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it's definitely an adjustment. Yeah. You know, especially with her like being away from her family and all yeah, and that. she's gonna have to new right. friends and yeah. yeah. So I would say the first month or so was really hard for her. Yeah. And you know, given everything that I'm doing right now, it was yeah. kind of hard. Um, you know, just making sure that she's good. Um, well, and you're both pretty independent too, right? Yeah. I and mean, you all have your own, a lot of your own things and your own activities. Yeah. And, so that's good. Yeah. So it was just like that initial, you know, shock of just like being in a new country mm-hmm. without your family and everything your that you're basic used to being around. Yeah. I mean, just about to get married is crazy enough. You know, there's a lot of emotions that go with that and a lot of planning. And yeah. It's called wedding just, brain, isn't it? Yes. And y'all just bought a house. I saw on Facebook. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I almost forgot about that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, still transitioning with that, you know, still have my old house. So you're going to rent um, that out? Renting or? it out. Awesome. So, so you're an investor now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what you wanted to do, right? Yeah. So it's just like, 
you know, having the contractors come in and, you know, getting all of that, you know, ready. That's so exciting. That's awesome. So So bring me up to speed because you said a minute ago some of the things that you're involved in now. So tell us about some of the things that you're involved in in writing and acting and that. Yeah. So uh, produced, uh, finished producing um, my second short film back in October. We filmed it. In post-production right now, we're pretty much near the end of having everything complete, um, at least for the, you know, the very first run. So we got the scoring back uh, this past week. Uh, We sent it over to our color grading uh, guy in New York. You're using so many words, I don't know. (laughs) The only person that's understanding this is Tom, because Tom's like, oh yeah, I totally know what Tom's nipples are hard, and I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) This is the stuff that gets him... Okay, so you said grading and scoring? Yeah, so scoring is like the music that you hear uh, for the film. So I got linked with a composer based out in England. Oh, that's cool. um, And they're writing specifically for your stuff? Yeah, so it's all original music. You mean like Barry Manilow did your music? (laughs) Not quite. He probably didn't. Not quite. (laughs) I've heard the name, but... (laughs) But, uh, But yeah, so he... He sent it back. He was like, hey, let me know what you think of this. It was the initial score. And I was like, bro, Blown this away. is amazing. That's awesome. And like he just he just sent um, like seven different parts to certain scenes. He sent it all back. And I'm just like, But wow. to have something written for you and for what you're working, that's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. So now um, we sent a drive to New York. Um, and my director is amazing. His name is, his name is Calvin Walker. He's a... Uh, local uh director here in the dfw metroplex and i've really learned so much from him so not only has he been a great director but he's also been a great and phenomenal mentor for me as well Um, so i had to give him a shout out um but he linked me up not only with this composer but also um this uh color grader what is a color grader so basically when you shoot a film you shoot it with like shoot it flat as far as like the color goes so you could add the color in post production um so you can so if you like watch certain movies you and now that i'm explaining it you'll be able to like to pick up on to it. pick up on it but there's certain like tints to certain movies like a filter on a film right. but also it can it can change the the feelings that you feel when you see it right it's an so emotional it's, response, right. I'm sure. so it's certain, something happier certain, will be a brighter right. something sadder will be a more dull right. color so there's like certain moods that mm-hmm. you know the film or the scene will give off based off of the color gotcha. so have you guys seen the movie limitless mm-hmm. so um, with Bradley Cooper yeah. so you can he takes the pill and it's like it expands his, his mind. Oh, I don't a, think I've seen that. Maybe um, I need it's to. great. It's good. Okay. So you'll see, like in the movie, when he's not on the pill, the color is dull. Gotcha. But when he's on the pill, all it's the bright. colors are extremely vibrant. Okay. So that's so those are the things that you play with in post as far as colors. So you'll shoot a film flat, um, like my chest. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can determine in post 
like what but kind I think of that's the kind of stuff want? we don't think of because we're mm-hmm. when you're in the moment and you've got the sights and the sounds and the you know of course we don't have smell vision yet but that's I'm sure that's coming but you've got all that and we don't realize it yeah. right we don't realize until you get it behind the scenes and you realize everything that's included but you you feel those emotions and I know for me like certain sounds and music spur those emotions and sometimes you know if you change that it would be totally different. Yeah. You get a totally different mm-hmm. feeling yeah. and it's the scenes the same, yeah. but the, you know, the back is changing. And this, and this film is the first time that I've had like all of these moving parts together. Um, so we had a costume design um, with Shaughnessy and she's amazing. She's That's awesome. one of the greatest, like is she local just, as well? She's local. Um, and just like seeing her work and then seeing the costumes we were on set, I was like, you really, like the goat of this. It sounds like you've got great people on your team that understand your vision and exactly what you were thinking when you wrote it. And it's all coming together. It's phenomenal. Just, you know, connecting with all of these people and and the makeup artist and just like really being in tune to each scene and picking out clothes specifically for each scene um, just to move the story forward. It was just Incredible! I really hope you are watching YouTube right now because Lafayette's face when he talks about it bright- this, it brightens <laughs> and his wheels are spinning. We're, we didn't it's- change this in post. This is him acting <laughs> actuality. You wrote it. I and wrote it. You produced it. I wrote it. Produced it. Exactly. Are you acting in it. it at all? I'm not acting. Okay. Yeah, Tell me. Just- a whole different it's too animal. much yeah it's a, it's a lot <laughs> tell me a little bit about the the writing process like what is this short film about what, what so this short film specifically is about allyship and it's told through a story of a workplace harassment situation is it from century 21 <laughs> it's not <laughs> okay guys is, so is this why you left it? <laughs> it's actually a tech company did you bring the lawsuit with you <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> Uh, but no, so it's it's really just um, I felt like allyship was an important story to tell just because of the fact that like we were talking about before, you know, this podcast, you know, a lot of people want to preach allyship or want. To what is preach, allyship? Um, whether it's, you know, um, be an ally to a certain community, whether it's the black community, whether it's people of color, whether it's. LGBTQ or whatever, um, you know, if you're preaching allyship, I think it's more than just making a post on social media. Right. Um, it's that's an easy thing to do. You're not the taking thing. the step. But are you are you you know lobbying when it comes to laws that infringe upon their rights? Are you um, donating to causes that help them? Um, speaking up when you see it happening. In speaking up, exactly. Or are you giving money to someone that's for it? You know, like knowing where your money, where your dollars are going. Right. You, or, you vote with your dollars. Right. Or, you know, are you voting for a candidate that opposes? You know what I mean? So yeah, all of those knowing, things. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not to say that, you know, you have to be for everything that they are for. But, you know, when it comes to rights, I think that's the most basic um, you know, thing that you can that you can vouch for for, for sure. these certain groups, and you know, I just thought it was uh, something important to write. So to kind of give background on the film itself, um, you know, there's two workers. Um, they have the opportunity to vote in their manager, who's going to manage the combined departments. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to vote. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the colleagues has a decision to make. Be loyal to a candidate who is promising promotion for him to be a second you know, right-hand man. Right. Or to be loyal to his black female colleague who has confided in him, letting him know that she has been on the receiving end on unwarranted sexual advances. Gotcha. Mm. So so it's a moral dilemma. It's a moral dilemma, and he okay. has to decide, hey, this could really change my life, this money, or, you know, be loyal to her, be loyal to her right. and not get that opportunity. Right. So it's which one do you choose, and that's 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 the theme of the short film. Well, well, when you say short <clears throat> film, how long is a short film? So generally a short film can be... Typically, if you're doing like the film festival circuit, you're looking at like up to 20 minutes. Um, this one specifically is just over 11, like maybe like 11 and a okay. half minutes. Is that not crazy for all that to go and all that work to go in for 11, 11 minutes? It's crazy. Yeah. Because we probably, I wrote this maybe back in the end of 2020, maybe. And now and it's just we, now it's coming here. to fruition. Wow. We, were working on, we were working on the script back and forth. You know, continuing to get it tighter and tighter because I think when I first wrote it, it was like 18 minutes or 18 pages. Um, and each page generally is equals a minute gotcha. um, on on film. Um, and we just kept getting it tighter and tighter and tighter, taking out scenes that didn't make sense or could that could um, that wasn't necessarily um, assisting with moving the story forward. Right. Um, you have to start cutting some of the stuff. Yeah. So then we uh, shot in October. Um, and really just been in post since, and we should be done, um, if not the middle of this month, then the end of this month. So, so, so I'm intrigued by that. So you publish your, your short film. Now what happens once it's published? So um, we're going to run the film festival circuit. Uh, so basically just submit it to a bunch of film festivals, um, you know, specific film festivals that we're targeting, um, and see if we can network, see if we can, you know, find... Um, future collaborators, investors, producers. Um, And then maybe after a year or so, then we'll possibly, you know, put it out, you know, on the internet. Um, I think probably before we hit the festival circuit um, or maybe even during, we we may do a screening, whether it's online or in, you know, small theaters, um, just to kind of see how it feels and how it sounds, um, you know, on the big screen and, you know, see if we have to do more work on it before continuing the film festival circuit. But that's what we're A couple other questions. On something like this, it sounds like, based on what you described. It sounds expensive. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly where I was going. It sounds like it takes some bucks. It is. And um, it is. Here he is. <laughs> yeah. um, Not bad. That's well. That's one of the reasons why I work as hard as I do. Because uh, people are like, "Man, you're always working." I'm like, "Yeah, because I got expensive ass I gotta hobbies. work. I gotta yeah. work. Cause I gotta work." <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one of the things that I'm hopeful. Um, and anybody watching this, if you want to be an executive producer, you know, any hey, of these there you go. short films, you know, hit me up. Uh, we will link that in the description box below um, to reach out. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, my ultimate goal originally it was to be, you know, a writer for Hollywood. But after seeing like how much they get paid in comparison to everybody else, I'm like, nah, I ain't about that. Yeah. Um, 
But, well, and I also, I think Hollywood has such an influence on what you can write and how you can write it. And they start to manipulate what you want, whereas you, you know, being an independent, do what you want. Yeah. You and know? in my personal opinion, like this whole, like the aura of Hollywood, in my opinion, is dead. It's yeah. not as big as it was back in, you know, 90s, 80s, 70s. And so I think technology on. changes that, too. I mean, we literally have we'll never <clears throat> We will never, ever have the time or the capacity to watch, read, or listen to what's out there. Right. You and, know? and if you think about Hollywood now, it's everything is adaptations or like rewrites. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you look at the box, box office right now, it's it's all Marvel, DC. Yeah. Um, or remakes of movies that were made exactly, years ago. Exactly. Um, as opposed to like some of these movies that are coming out. Um, or let's take Get Out. By um, Jordan Peele, for instance, um, super low low budget. I say super low budget. It was like but six million. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but it didn't get picked up by you know the big Hollywood production companies. It got picked up by um, Bloomhouse. And what they did, and what I would love for my production company to sort of be tailored to or patterned by is. They paid all the actors scale, right? So basically, scale, they pay them the minimum or the amount that they are allowed to pay them based off of the Screen Actors Guild. Um, but then they give them points. Um, so that way... Based if, on performance exactly, or exactly. on how well it so does, they get So if the movie does really well, then they get a $7 million check mm, or, yeah. or whatever. So get out, $6 million, I think, budget. Um, did so well on the screens that all the actors, everyone that had points, got checks in the mail. Wow. Million dollars, million dollar checks in the mail. That's amazing. I I recently heard of um, that show Squid Games that went really popular on Netflix. Yeah. They had such like a a low, because no one expected for it to go big, and they sold it to Netflix for such a little amount, and then it got so big, and they're not getting anything from it, and it's all these people that are now, you know, getting notoriety just from social media and stuff like yeah. that. But as far as money from something that they really contributed to, they're not really seeing anything. Yeah, in that. and I would say, um, so not only is that production company, you know, a big inspiration in what I'm trying to do, but I read an article not too long ago about M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out. He acts in all his stuff, right? He's he always yeah. has a, a little cameo. <clears throat> a little cameo. But one of the biggest things is like after, was it the fifth set? Sixth sense. Is it fifth sense? Sixth sense. Sixth sense. Sixth sense. Sixth sense. Yeah. Sixth sense. Um, well, then they did a remake, the seventh sense. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it was like, it was so big at the time. Like it felt like he was always trying to live up to that. This yeah. Next oh, films. yeah. Um, and it got to a point where nobody in Hollywood believed in him. Mm-hmm. And for one of his, um, like once when he made his comeback, you know, he was he was begging so many producers, like, "Hey, just give me a chance, just give me a chance." Nobody would give him a chance, so he decided to self finance, um, get money from the bank, um, linked up with the same production company called Bloomhouse, where they do the low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I can't remember what the budget was, but the spread was so wide that now he's able to produce his own films. He doesn't even need Hollywood anymore. That's awesome. So, like, even if... Do you think that's where the industry is going? 
yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so surprised that more production companies aren't doing this. And I've watched interviews of this guy. I think it's Jason Bloom is his name. Um, but it's just like it's genius. Like they they produced a they produced a film um, with J Lo in it. Uh, I forget the name of the movie. Um, it was one of the most recent ones. But up front, they paid her eleven eleven thousand dollars. That's it. To do a film. Wow. And that's just what's based off J-Lo. of the SAG. Just based off of... But she had to believe probably in what the message was to, to agree to something like that, I yeah. would assume. Yeah, and, and they have a track record of, you know, great... Like they, Here's what we did the last yeah, time. Yeah, and they've produced... Uh, they've been the production company or produced um, all of M. Night's most recent uh, films. Even if they get bad ratings, like he has those core fans, number one. Um, that the spread is so large that everybody gets paid and then everybody gets their money back. Which I'm wondering, I'm wondering if she makes more money on something like that than she would a flat fee up front. You know what I mean? At least the opportunity is possible. So yeah, so you're basically you're not capped. You're betting on yourself and the movie. It's gonna make you market the movie more because right. you're not getting your money paid up and it'll probably make you select what because I, I think that's where a lot of actors mess up too if they're not if they don't feel the part that they're in or they're not you know they don't they don't gel with that or it's not something that they're passionate about you can tell in yeah. the movie and you yeah. can they you don't can, believe it yeah they don't believe yeah. believe in so it's it. putting some skin in the game right it's like eleven thousand dollars for a j-lo like, that's, like that, that's that surprises like, me yeah that's what people would t- like pay to take a picture with her yeah right know? right so it's like i feel feel like that's the way that the industry should be going yeah but it hasn't just because you know hollywood marvel i think they'll i think they'll be a little bit of both always you know i think they'll be that hollywood just because the money's there they're going to keep doing it but i really feel like movie theaters are kind of on their way out Mm -hmm. a lot of them closed during the pandemic so many people go to netflix hulu whatever yeah and the mini series and that kind of stuff that's really it's taken over well and it's like book publishing you can now self-publish i don't know how easy that is to do or hard but yeah. you know, you no longer have to go to a publishing house to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. So that means there's going to be a lot of crap put out too. But but that also means that there's going to be some really cool things that aren't stunted by someone that doesn't have you know yeah. eighty million dollars. And right? I think I think theaters are going to get more creative um, as far as what they do. Maybe not only just movies, um, but some of the maybe, short films may, and stuff. Short films, maybe even series as well, where you have a membership and you can watch. Um, a series each week. That would be cool. I'm giving out too much game right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's just free like, popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> free free game. You're pitching but, out good ideas. But you know, a lot of AMC, people. If you're watching, a lot of people <laughs> so will get it. together and do watch parties, and yeah. they'll watch yeah. the award ceremonies, or they'll watch, you know, one of my um, best friends, housewives of whatever. One of my best friends, we well, my best friend, we watch. A sh- there's a show that we watch. Well, we'll pick a series and we'll watch it together um, over FaceTime or Google Duo. And then afterwards, we watch it. We we talk about yeah. we talk about it and yeah. go into like character analysis and yeah. stuff like that. And that's fun for us. And I would love to do that if it was in a movie theater. You just yeah. see one it of, in a luxury experience. One of my buddies actually came up with that idea like years ago, and he was like, "Bro, this would be a good idea." And I was like, "Yeah, we just need." Some money first to do it. Well, and this, this theater here in Mansfield, I don't know if it's going to open. The Far or not. Theater? 
that, no, this there's a movie theater right here by at home, and it's oh. like one where you would eat and drink. You know, they've got a bar. Oh, and stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. but it they finished it before COVID, but then it never opened. So it's been sitting there well, almost two years. Oh wow! So I don't know what they're gonna do with that. If that's still the plan, or I have to uh, pull some money. <laughs> so, yes. so what does the the future and writing look like for Lafayette? Are you working on your next uh, big project? Um. So yeah, I already have a short film, another short film written. Um. You know, got to work on, you know, tightening that script. Uh, got to re-up on the funds to, to shoot that. My dream is gonna, is to, no, my dream is going to be a reality that I'm going to shoot that in L.A. Oh. That's the goal. Um, you know, just to, to get out there. And, you know, it's it's a little different out there. I'm not going to lie, even though you can shoot anywhere, um, really. Well, if you ever need actors, my brother is a theater teacher. Now it's 7th and 8th grade. But if you ever need younger adult actor or young adult, young adult, I guess, or young Young children? Preteen? Kids? If you want some kids. If you want some kids. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's the plan. I'm in school right now. That's what Uh, I've heard. uh, USC? uh, UCLA. UCLA. Um, They have an extension um, program where you can do... You know, is that screenwriting or is that what are you doing? Yeah, so so for feature film writing, um, because just because of the fact that writing for a short film and then writing for like a feature film, it's totally a different. whole different ball. My game. brother did a lot of playwriting. Like he did, he he had a couple things performed. So he kind of on the other side of it. But he went yeah. to Boston and got his masters and yeah, it's all yeah. And, and he, but now yeah. he teaches theater. Yeah, yeah <laughs> even just with playwright, it's just. Like or or television, it's all different. It's yeah, completely. Right. Well, the cadences are different, and all of yeah. that, yeah. all of that. Even like acting and, and plays and. So I have a question: great. When do you find time to write? Because I've already heard seventeen things that you're involved in. <laughs> How do you balance this? Where do you get the bandwidth? <laughs> uh, so I think you know it. I'm not gonna lie; it does get a lot at times and it does get extremely overwhelming especially when everything is happening at once like I need to write an offer or I have a client you know asking me questions and then I have you know Irene wants attention (laughs) yeah (laughs) Irene wants to go out whatever and you know you have people on your film asking you uh, you know hey I need this I need this this and that and then just you know everything that goes into it Um, but really um, that's one of the reasons why I try to get to bed between 9.30 and 10.30. Uh, and then to, you're up early, right? Yeah, I try to wake up between 4.30 and 5. Bill's already been up like six hours. Back. Yeah. Right. No, 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 only a couple. Now, but I go it to gets bed earlier about, every I, time. I go to bed about an hour earlier than he does. Yeah. So then I just I just try to keep a routine. Uh, Monday through Friday, you know, wake up early, go to the gym. You know, that's kind of like my time to, you know, get Miracle everything morning. going. Yeah. yeah. Um, after I shower, you know, I try to do meditations. And then that's after that, that's when I when I get my writing. Um, if I have homework, I'm working on that. Wow. Um, until. Make me tired. <laughs> yeah. Until about maybe. time management. 8.45 or 9. Then I, you know, get ready to. That's. Wow. wow. Well, well we, not to cut you short, but. We've got a little session called Tales from the Log Bob. <laughs> okay, I this has nothing to do with writing or producing or really anything we talked about, but I thought it was really funny. So this girl gets invited out. She's in high school. She gets invited out to a date with this guy. He says, let's just go to my house. We'll watch you know, Netflix. We'll grab a pizza, whatever. He got like a frozen pizza. They're watching this movie, and the thing goes off for the pizza. And he's like, man, this is the worst part. 
And the guy goes to the oven, opens the oven, grabs the rack and all with his bare hands. With his bare hands, is yelling and screaming in pain because he's burning himself and takes the pizza out of the oven. She said she did not have a second date with said man. That would be the worst part. I wouldn't make pizza anymore. Like, what? Because apparently he's done it before. And do you love pizza that much? I mean, yes, would be my answer. How stupid can you be? But also, like, sometimes I don't don't have an oven mitt readily available. And I'll just grab, like, a rag. Use something, a towel. Don't use your bare hands. Good Lord. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't understand. You know, I think that there are just stupid people out there. But with that, we need (laughs) to level up. Okay, so I've got a great quote from someone who I love to read, Jay Shetty. Um, His quote is, success and happiness are two separate paths. Success is beautiful, but happiness has to be equally pursued. Success doesn't guarantee happiness, and happiness doesn't require success. Oh. I think there's so much wisdom in that. And um, it's been great to see how much success that you've had in real estate, but it's also really great to see you pursue something that brings you so much happiness like but he's just I know really so, lucky I know how. that you're I know that you're so good at real estate but you don't talk about houses the way that you talk about your producing and writing and, right. and everything that you're working on so yeah. it's really good to see you got that twinkle in your eye that's not from Irene and, <laughs> um, and the happiness that you're pursuing and I think that that's that's something that we can all do is to not just pursue a job that's got more money or chicken chasing paychecks but do something that really fulfills you and and brings you happiness for sure you know here's what what i do know is one day we're going to get up lafayette's going to be on the big screen yeah we're going to look up and he's going to have produced a major feature film we're going to say we knew him when yep he was on our podcast. Yeah. And then our podcast well, will get a million views. Well, you come back yes. then when we're still doing the podcast, oh, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Make him sign something. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't think you can ever get too big to, you know, go back where you came from. So, yeah. well, that, nothing to me. That is awesome. Well, guys, this has been fantastic. Listen to us wherever you get your most popular podcast on Apple or Google or any place yeah. that you get podcasts. www. Yeah, yeah, there you go. PBJZ.com. Yes, there there's you a go. link there for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, listen, subscribe. Yeah. Like, listen, subscribe. We're out. We out. Just had a chat, talk this and that with PB and JZ.